0: Special with John Cherica, covering every win, every loss, every draw. Let's move on to, this is a fascinating story. We're turning to Arafat Gatabazi. He's a former homeless refugee. He fled the war-torn Democratic Republic of Congo on foot and found freedom in South Africa. And he's just completed a charity swim around Robben Island to raise funds for South African charity Lifeline Western Cape. Let's find out more about chatting to this amazing individual. Arafat, thanks very much for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me,
0: John. Let's go back to the beginning. DRC, talk us about it. How old were you when you left?
1: Um, I left home when I was 17 mm-hmm. to come to South Africa.
0: Uh, it says you're on foot. So you walked all the way from the DRC to South Africa. Talk us about that trip.
1: Um, no, we didn't walk the whole way. We got lift from different mm-hmm. people. We got so much help on our way coming to South Africa.
0: What, I mean, what was it like in the DRC? Why did you have to leave?
1: Um, when I left home that it, there's been war for a long time and in 2012 the war broke up uh, between the rebels of M23 and the government and the hometown where I lived you got attacked and that's when I got separated from my mother and we had to make our way to South Africa
0: Okay, so you decided South Africa is going to be great and when you got here what was it like?
1: Uh, when we, actually when we came to South Africa, we we came looking for our aunt who lived here. She escaped the war a while ago. And when we got here, she lived in a shelter, so she didn't have anywhere to put us. And we ended up getting in the street children's home.
0: And you found refuge in the homestead local shelter?
1: Yeah, that's where I started my life in South Africa. That was the children's home where I got plenty.
0: What's it like? What was it like when you got there in 2012?
1: Uh, life was very tough because all the kids who lived in the children's home, they didn't have much hope in life. They, most of them, they were used on drugs and being on the street.
0: What stopped you from doing that?
1: Um, I don't know, maybe it's the, it's the way I grew up and when I got in the homestead, luckily there was different programs which took place in the homestead and swimming was part of them mm. and when I started swimming, that's... I think it also kept me away from all those drugs and
0: stuff. Did you know how to swim before you started being taught how to swim at the homestead?
1: No, I didn't know how to swim. Mm -hmm. Um, The thing which made me get interested in swimming, it was the swimming pool. Uh, The first time I went to swim, we went to the swimming pool, and it was my first time being on the swimming pool, and that was fascinating for me, and it made me want to do it more and more.
0: Which pool did you go to?
1: Uh, we used to go to Long Street Swimming
0: Pool. Uh, Long Street Baths. Yes. Oh, okay, famous. Uh, okay, so you taught you 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 learned how to swim from scratch. Who was helping you along doing that?
1: So the swimming program was led by a volunteer called Marion Wagner. Mm. She taught us how to swim, just basic, basic surviving skills to be able to not drown and. Like when I started swimming, I started getting interest in swimming and started watching a lot of swimming videos. Mm. And the next time when we went to swim, I was trying to swim butterfly, uh, but I didn't succeed much. (laughs) I was like following water. (laughs) And yeah, and she came and started to show me step-by-step on how to swim, and that's Mm. how the whole thing started. And one day she was at a dinner at a friend's house, and she met someone who is the veterans opened up a swimmer and they were talking and she told him about the swimming program which she does with the homestead. And Calvin was very keen to come and check it out so they can sponsor a boy to swim from mm. Robin Island to Blobberg. Mm. And when they came, I was at school, so they chose another boy from the homestead. And when I got to the homestead, they told me the whole story. And I felt like I wanted also to do it, although I thought it was impossible. And I asked her if I can get into the swimming club which that boy joined. So she got me in and but the boy was getting extra swimming classes with with, with my coach now, Mike, in C And he the boy was getting better and better every day. Mm. So and then I asked him one day if I can join him for swimming training. He said he's going to speak to Selwyn who was sponsoring his swimming training. And when we asked him, and said, it's fine, I can join. And after that, the first training which I did with him, they said that I should keep training with him because they thought I was a good influence for him.
0: Okay, so that's how you were introduced to open water swimming, completely different to the Long Street Bath.
1: Yes, it was, out, like, that was just out of Longstreet.
0: Mm. Now, okay. so, so now talk us about the Robin Island swim. Did you do the Robin Island to Bloberg swim or did you swim? I've got here that you swam around the island.
1: So this is not my first big swim which I've done. Okay. Uh, in 2014, I tried, that's when I, I was getting ready to do the Robben Island swim to Bloberg. Mm-hmm. And that was after 11 months of learning how to swim. And I did my first attempt and I got hypothermia when I had one kilometer to go,
0: mm.
1: and they pulled me out of the water, so I didn't finish that swim. And a month later, I went to do it again, and I completed it in three hours, 33 minutes. And since then, I've been, I've swam around Cape Point for charity for children with cancer, and I've also just swam around Robben Island on the 27th of December last year to raise money for Lifeline.
0: You're raising a lot of money as well. 12,000 Rand of your target. Uh, 20,000 Rand is your target. Uh, why, do, I mean, there's so many other things you could do. Why raise money for charity? Why not, uh, you know, what's the point?
1: Well, like, if you see Lifeline, the work which they do, they offer free counselling to people who are in need of this. And with me, I've never got that opportunity to get the counselling. I use swimming as my counselling. Mm. And... For me, if I can do something to be able to help people get the free counselling, I said, why not? Uh, Because Lifeline, at the moment, they are busy going through different locations, offering one-to-one counselling, and they are taking volunteers. And then I was like, if I can do anything to help, I can raise money for them to be able to do that.
0: Are you helping other underprivileged kids to swim and, and follow your footsteps?
1: Yeah. Um, so I've left. I've left the homestead now. I don't live mm. in the children's home anymore. And when I left, I was like, "What can I do to pay back to the homestead for all the help which they gave me?" And nothing came in my mind. And then I was like, "If I can take over the swimming program which they offered the boys, that would be a good thing for me to give back." Mm. And I started doing that uh, in 2015. And then, since then, I've started, like, teaching other kids from different children's homes. So I'm also planning to open a swimming academy to teach underprivileged kids to swim.
0: I, I know it sounds like a silly question, Arafat, but what do you want to be when you grow up?
1: That's, that's a difficult one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, my life keeps keep changing. Mm. Like, I'll be lying to you if I tell you that what I want to be, uh, but what I would love to be is me helping people.
0: Okay, so what, what have you got? Have you got something else planned? Some uh, really adventurous sport that you got planned ahead of you?
1: Yeah, I'm planning to do another charity swim mm-hmm. for a charity called Breadline. They take shipping containers and convert them into classrooms to take into locations. Sure. And I'll be swimming from Robin Island to Three Anchor Bay.
0: To three. Okay, that's the long one. So that's not how. How far is that? Do you know?
1: That is. It depends with the current as well. (laughs) Like the official distance is like 10.5, and you end up swimming 13. It's the same as around Robin Island.
0: Okay. Official
1: distance was 10.5, and I ended up swimming 13.5 kilometers.
0: In 14 degrees Celsius water as well.
1: Yeah.
0: How do you overcome the coldness? Is that just something you have to deal with?
1: Um, well, like you through many practices which I've done and you get mentally prepared when you go do such swim, like the main goal for me when I go in that water sort is of, like to keep my head down and keep going mm-hmm. no matter what I have to finish the swim.
0: Good luck to you, Arafat, and thanks very much for helping raise money. If somebody wants to find out about what you do, you got a website. Uh, you got a blog, right?
1: Yes, I have the website Arafat about it, better.
0: Okay, well, uh, uh, Arafat Gatabazi, yes, is that right? All right, I'll spell that out. I'll put a link on our website as well. Thanks very much for chatting to us, Arafat, and good luck to you in your next swim. Anytime, John. Arafat Gatabazi joining us on the line here. Fascinating, and well done to him as well Uh to raise money for charities that have helped him get through his life. His blog is Arafat. Gatabazi.co.za A-R-A Arafat so That's the easy bit Then gay Start that again Arafat G-A-T-A-B-A-Z-I Gatabazi Arafat SAFM Sports Special With John Carica There's no sport Too small